0: And the New Zealand Herald Deputy Political Editor, Thomas Coughlin, joins me now. How are you, Thomas?
1: Oh, well, thank you, Francesca. Are How you, are you? Are you
0: wrapping up the year,
1: slowly? I am wrapping up the year. Last week rose this week, and uh, and I've got one more week before before Christmas, like everyone else, I'm chuffed.
0: Excellent. And of course, political parties have sort of been wrapping up the year and taking a few things off the list, including the Labour Party, who uh, announced uh, some retiring Labour MPs next election.
1: Yeah, yeah. So David Clark kind of um, jumped the gun on this uh, last week, and 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 wouldn't sort of confirm or deny uh, whether he was um, staying or going. Um, or Peter Williams, CEO, announced that he was um, he was going this week. Um, he's a, a big loss to Labor actually. I think he's, um, he's he's represented his community quite well. Obviously, uh, been a minister uh, in this government, um, but I'm sure Labor has already um, has already got someone lined up for his replacement. Other retirements like Paul Eagle, that they were pretty well expected. Obviously, Paul Eagle uh the wrong MP and uh, and failed to win a, a bid for the Wellington um Wellington Meralty uh, this year and, and and sort of I suppose this is an acknowledgement that having failed to win the Meralty his career in Parliament's um over. Uh Penny Henare, um, amusingly this week uh, Labour MPs were saying that they wouldn't confirm or deny whether or not they were staying on Gosh. um so that that they were, so that journalists didn't attempt to snuff them out. And uh, Penny Henare kept doing this after MPs announced their retirement, leaving, leading to some speculation that he was going as well, um, but he later confirmed <laughs> that he was staying.
0: So I imagine that by announcing this sort of group now, it makes it easier for the Prime Minister to, sort of to complete her reshuffle that's expected in the new year.
1: Yeah, that's, that's, that's correct. So she's got this, this Cabinet reshuffle, um, which will be announced early next year. Um, she billed the, 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 the reshuffle that she did earlier this year as a minor one, uh, which which um, has led to speculation that this reshuffle, this impending reshuffle, would be a major one. Um, so we, we could see quite a quite a bit um, of change there. I think she'll be looking to get some fresh faces into Cabinet uh, to get to the election with um, because you know, obviously they're, they're at the end of um, at the end of two terms, and and, and some um, some ministers are probably looking a bit tired or looking for a bit of a re- uh, refresh. Uh, maybe some portfolios need to be um, lifted from some of those more harder-working uh, ministers. So yeah, I think having having those retirements obviously two ministerial um, portfolios uh, th- so three Potter Williams as well um, open up. Uh, that 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 makes it a bit easier for her to um to to find some space to to shuffle some people into those ministerial ranks.
0: Thomas, other predictions for the next year? What else can we expect? I think it's going to be a big year, a busy
1: yeah, year. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a, bu- a busy year. Obviously, um, Treasury came out on Wednesday this week with its high and uh, and that Treasury uh, and, and that Treasury said it was um, forecasting a recession. So that makes Treasury and the Reserve Bank both forecasting a recession next year. Uh, as well as high inflation and growing unemployment. So I think it'll be a really tough-fought um, election. Uh, obviously, you know, one thing I can predict with absolute certainty is that there will be an election next year. Um, so, uh, so I think the, the, the election will be fought, uh, will be fought in the, against the backdrop of, of a fairly brutal um, uh, economic picture. Um, so that, that I think, is the, the big, mm. big issue that, that political parties are going to have to kind of arrange themselves around.
0: The other thing you could possibly predict is that there might be quite a good turnout next election I think people are ready to have their say.
1: Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that as well I think um, particularly when you're a close election um, you know I think honestly you couldn't say whether national or labour will will win it um, I think that'll draw a lot of people out of the woodwork um, because uh, if you really do care about who wins uh, and it's pretty unclear who will win then that, that tends to draw a lot of people out uh, out on, on polling Few elections and had decent turnout. Mm,
0: mm. Thomas, your p- politician of the year.
1: Look, I'm I'm going to be really boring here, and I'm not going to deviate from what my boss wrote yesterday. And- Would that be clear? <laughs> be clear. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think she was. I think she was right, and I'm not looking for a pay rise. But I think she was right um, to 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 name Christopher Luxon politician of the year. Uh, obviously, he came into the role in December last year, um, and 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 there are many things that politicians have to do. Uh, but one of them is, is obviously to, to 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 get their parties in a position where they can win the election. And you can absolutely not say that National is in a position to to be competitive in the next election when Christopher Luxon took the reins last December. Mm. Um, National was polling in the twenties. Um, now they've they've got you know three to five points on Labour in most polls. Um, so you have to say he's done a pretty good job of just rebuilding that party and, and getting them um, competitive. Obviously, it's pretty unclear who will be prime minister at the end of the next election. It's a real kind of two horse race, um, but you have to say that that uh, the most improved award uh, would have to go to Christopher Luxon in <laughs> the National Party.
0: And have you had a runner-up?
1: Have I had a runner-up? You know, I'm going to be a contrarian here, and I'd, I'd go for Grant Robertson. I think uh, the economy's kind of hit the wall um, this year, and I think it could have been a lot worse uh, than, it, than it was. Uh, you look over at like, the likes of the UK, um, which is completely kind of had a had a had multiple meltdowns this year, um, so I think you know Robertson's kind of damage limitation uh, has has probably um, served the government quite quite well. Uh, you'd have to say that you know the, the books this week, um, got, Labor's got a lot of headroom to kind of work with um, more than more than perhaps we'd expected, uh, and I think that's probably a result of Robertson keeping his doors open, uh, his options open. Sorry, so I think I think. Um, that is probably an underappreciated um, part of New Zealand politics this year, but you've got to say that that Labor could be in a much worse position than it is were um, someone other than Robertson managing those books.
0: Thomas, thank you so much for your contribution to the show throughout the year. No worries. I Merry hope Christmas. you, yeah, I hope you enjoy your summer and rest up because yeah, I think you're going to be you're going to have a busy year next year. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: I'm looking forward to it.
0: Excellent. Thank you so much. Merry Christmas.
1: Yeah.